And I can tell you from what we've heard, I think we're going to have a very successful offseason when it comes to free agents. Welcome to the Knicks Bait Podcast, home of the funnest, funniest, funkiest taste in a blunt worth of time. We're just three Knicks junkies looking for our next Leon Rose syringe fix into the veins, baby. Dougie Fresh, what's good? There used to be a great tower alone on the sea. We went out, we ran it out. Mazigan, Sunnichus, I can't be seen. Baby! <laughs> yeah! That's what you come for, the magic, the magic sauce, baby. D-Boy, how you feeling? Your two games in a row. Fuck Tibbs pulling Obi Toppin while he's popping for Julius Randle up 20. Why? Got a stat pad, baby. Got to get those all-star numbers up. We're the box score boys out here. You know what I'm saying? And it's me, Monty, the Melancholy Knicks fan, here to remind you that sadness is inevitable, but Zoloft is forever. Final score? New York forever, 122. And is this correct? H-Town, they're staying down and scoring 99 points, less than 100? Ugh, gross. Smackdown. Smackdown. I prefer yeah. Raw. Hey, shout out to my wrestlers. Walt Suit, a cosmic crochet. Catch the interplanetary wave of D-Rose and the like. We're going to get into quick hits. Quick hits. Another blowout dub. Let's give out these flowers. The Austin Rivers, who's your daddy? Most valuable player goes to Emmanuel Quickly, who scorched the Rockets with 22 points and made four second half threes in his third outing of the season where he scored more points than minutes played. The Big Bang Theory, I should like this, but I don't award, goes to Julius Randle and the Knicks starting unit's grinding offensive style. The Tibbs Rogaine play of the game came in meaningless minutes late in the fourth where Kevin Knox made a steal and then flushed it down on a beautiful quickly pass on the break. The No Country for Old Men trophy goes to Obi's monster slam in garbage time that reminded us what the future could hold. And the sad stat of the game? RJ Barrett failed to hit double figure scoring for the third time in his last four contests. He played 22 minutes tonight. This day in Sad Knicks history, February 13th, 2019, Philadelphia 126, New York 111. The Knicks should not have been within seven points with three minutes left, but hey, miracles do happen. Embiid was faking and shaking, but then rookie Mitchell Robinson stuffed his shit on multiple occasions. Fellow rookie Kevin Knox caught a fucking body. And that body was Ben Simmons. The neophyte Alonzo Trier contributed 19 points, but Tobias Harris sealed the deal for the Sixers. Daniel quickly has checked in. Long free attempt is good. He has a knack for that, folks. One of the reasons that caused their demise, the other reason they didn't come to play. They waited too long. Knocks to top it and slams it home. We'll all go on record and say Leon Rose is looking like the best executive we've had since Donnie Walsh. 
His greatest strengths so far come from what he has not done. He has not fallen into the tropes of so many of those before him by selling out for a washed ex superstar, busting our long-term cap flexibility, or publicly denigrating our core star players a la Phil Jackson. He has been shrewd, whether comically accumulating second round picks, unloading DSJ for Derrick Rose, or only signing one vet for longer than a one-year deal. No player over the age of 22 is fully guaranteed for next year. And until Dolan rears his ugly head, it actually seems like we finally have the executive we need. The bar is very low. The last executive to do this well was Donnie Walsh, and the NBA put him in place as our designated driver, okay? It's an incomplete at best, but I'm fine with an incomplete when all we've had is F minuses. What did Jay-Z say on Reasonable Doubt? You let your shit bubble quietly, and then you blow. I think that's what, what's up with Leon Rose. He's getting better along the mar- margins. Ellington turned into Burks. All of a sudden, IQ and Derek Rose are our secondary backcourt instead of DSJ and Frank. And I'm sorry, I'd rather have that sloppy toppy than Bobby Portis. I, I hate to say it, Monty. How dare you? All of his free agent signings, Burks, Noel, even Rivers won us a couple games. And the trades, man, the fact that we got anything for DSJ, let alone a Derrick Rose that wants to share the ball and make his young teammates better. And I got to give him props on the deals he hasn't made. He hasn't done the same old thing where we try to get a Westbrook. Look at how well that's going in Washington, right? We're not doing a CP3 because we weren't at his level. It's smart moves by not making moves and waiting your turn. So the positives are clear. You know, we're on a path where the Knicks actually look like they're not going to blow themselves up for the 17th time in the last 18 seasons. But the negatives to me, the biggest one is hiring a win-now coach in Tom Thibodeau. Tibbs has obviously made the Knicks more fun this season. And they're actually, you know, in reasonable playoff contention but it's too soon in the process. We need to be letting our young guys play and not to sound like a broken record, but Tibbs is pushing us into years of mediocrity. We did see the all veteran death lineup tonight, which did make me extremely sad, but Tibbs' coaching style is separating the weak from the obsolete. It's showing, okay, RJ, you really need to step up. Toppin, you really need to step up quickly. Are you a star? Are you for real? He's putting the pressure on a concerted group of young guys rather than taking the OKC, for instance, approach of letting every young guy play all the time and seeing who's got what, who's got the skills, who doesn't. And we have to remember that, like, most of our young capital is a sunk cost for Leon Rose. He didn't draft any of these guys except for Obi Toppin and Quickly, and they're prominently featured. So he's holding on to assets that are maybe not his favorite assets. He doesn't really care for them. And we we can't fault Tibbs for doing everything he can to win games. He's clearly shown that he's taking a really subpar team and made them into, you know, a team that actually goes out and competes every night. Tibbs is a goddamn magician, fucking pulling rabbits out of his ass. If you look at our starting lineup every single game, there is no reason we should have the record we do now. Straight up magic. It was all signaled by the Tibbs hire in the first place. 
that said to the franchise, the players, that we are no longer in tank mode. And to me, I would have much rather seen a coach where you don't know the ceiling, where you don't know exactly what you're going to get, and you don't force these young guys to think that the expectation is playoffs or bust. We're in an absolute fork in the road as a franchise right now. The real questions that are flying around Leon Rose's head. There aren't really any sexy names out there to trade for. There's Beal, there's Oladipo. And Randall, I don't know, man, he's stretching the floor. He's shooting 50% from the corner. I looked it up after he wetted another corner three today, and I'm just blown away by the steps he's taken. So no, I don't think he deserves a max contract, but it's a layup to take the option at this point with him. We're getting into a very precarious position here where we'll have RJ, Julius Randle, cap space, and two first-rounders. No matter where they are, we'll have two first-rounders, which can lead to pressure from the owner being like, we need to make a big move. History always repeats itself. James Dolan has never in his tenure as the Knicks owner not stepped in and fucked shit up. So thinking that the greatest test of Leon Rose won't be dealing with this despicable scourge of the NBA in James Dolan. That's the test, that's what's coming, and that's what's gonna define the Leon Rose era. Smoke, light that, smoke that. It's time for Montauk. Houston, do we have a problem? I don't think we got a problem here. We got a new owner. I know it's not Beyonce, it's not what you wanted, but we got a new owner. He's Sicilian, yeah. He started in construction, yeah. He's in hospitality, yeah. He owns a casino, yeah. What's the, what's the, the questions about? You know? If you got any questions, you could refer to his book, Shut Up and Listen. A very interesting name for a book. He's got six Tillmanisms, aka rules for entrepreneurs. Rule number one, be the bull, aka no matadors, aka no bitch acidness over here. Rule number two, no spare customers. Everybody that walks through the door, when they walk out, they have left with less money, okay? Or number three, change, 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 aka have change for the purchases that every customer is going to make. Or number four, know your numbers. Accounting is important. It will get you pinched. Or number five, the 95-5 rule, aka the 80-20 rule, aka I'm stealing a rule to, you know, bolster up my rules here. And rule number six, take no out of your vocabulary. No is a soft-ass word. Word to tell me for Tita. We hope you all enjoyed your Knicks bait. And remember, Obi Toppin ranks 31st amongst all rookies this year in minutes played. <laughs>